The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your mega preview pod for this week's WM Phoenix Open storylines, best bets, and the one and done. Joining me to break it all down, Patrick McDonald is here. Hello, Patrick. Hello, Mr. Rick. Good morning to you. What is it, 5 a.m. your time? 4.57 a.m. Pacific time at the exact moment. We actually started three minutes early. Wow. One, look at us for being uh, punctual. Two, look at you. I mean, for the love of the game, God bless you. That's right. You know, uh, sometimes I feel a little hurt. I rub a little dirt on it. I get back out there and I record a podcast. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> what uh, What time do you typically wake up on uh, a weekday? Like five o'clock. This is not okay. that. Yeah, this is not that big of a. De- I generally run on East Coast time to begin with, so mm-hmm. this is not this is not that abnormal for me. Are you a workout in the morning type of guy? Yeah, I have to. If I don't do it, if I do not do it immediately, it will not get done. I like the idea of being like, oh, I'll be more energetic later and yada, yada. I just know when I start working and I'm just never going to get around to it. Yeah, you kind of want to like decompress and not throwing throwing metal around correct and there's also this 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 great feeling that after you've worked out you've taken your shower now boom that's behind you patrick and the whole day the whole world is ahead of you i'm picking up what you're throwing down i'm with you i love it david's with me david in the chat says i'm out west for work and completely messed up with the time change you woke up at 4 30 david welcome (laughs) one of us i love that one of us uh we have a lot to talk about here so you've done a great job of compiling some storylines that we have not chatted about in recent episodes. The one that irks me the most is the one that we'll start with, and that's the WGC match play. Not only, uh, well, leaving Austin Country Club, but not currently on the schedule for 2024. We had heard rumblings that Houston, the Houston Open, was trying to get out of the swing season. They were trying to get into the the actual calendar year portion of the schedule they have successfully done that seemingly but they've taken the spot of the match play yeah there's a bit of a duel in the lone star state going on Ooh, uh, nice. right in front of us I've been, yeah i've been sitting on that one for a week yeah. now been really waiting for this conversation Good. uh and we heard uh, actually the cj cups trying to make a push as well to become an elevated event next year and into the calendar season as well so i think we'll see more of that just with all these sponsors trying to get more eyes on their product and it stinks. I mean, it was the one event that was different every year. I mean, outside the Zurich classic, which I don't think a ton of people tune into, uh, but they did say one of the tournament directors, a different for uh, for a different tournament said the PGA tour is still wanting a match play, just maybe down the road at a different event. And I think everyone agrees. Why not in the FedEx cup playoffs? Why not the tour championship? That's okay. There's a lot of layers to this. We'll get to the tour championship angle in a second. I don't, I don't particularly care what you call it. I know they've gotten rid of the WGCs. I I don't care what you call it. There has to be match play on the schedule. There has to be um, for a couple of reasons. One, it's a really 
great break from the normal format that we get. But Patrick, what do Americans love? They love a bracket. You could put anything, literally anything in a bracket, and we are going to lose our freaking minds over it. And the PGA Tour has a bracket, and now they're going to get rid of that. Like You should be adding 10 more brackets, not getting rid of the brackets that you have. Brackets are a hot subject in America, as are tiers, actually, that new website where everyone tiers everything. But yeah. I mean, back in the day when Sports Center would have like the presidents on for bracketology, that was yeah. electric. I don't know why they never did that for the WGC match play. Uh, maybe, maybe some <laughs> bias against golf. <laughs> uh, but you are you are correct. And I mean, going back to the WGC thing, them being dead, it, it does feel like that was just going to be inevitable because one it's not really a world golf championship when all the events are in North America. Right. And two, with the new designated events, not much of a difference. Uh, but yeah, if we could somehow, they did change the playoffs this year with the top 70 getting in, which I like. And then it's only top 50 to top 30. If you make the tour championship like top 32, maybe or something, or you go top 30, you give the top guys a stroke advantage still or something. And you do a couple rounds of qualifying, make it to the top 16 or the top eight for match play. I think something along those lines would work well. Yeah. So there's a, there's, the, I, I like the idea of, you know, the tour. Well, I like the idea of the tour championship being decided in match play. Kind of, I do think it's a little bit weird to play stroke play all season long and then have match play decide your champion, which would be like the NBA going to a free throw contest or going to three on three in the finals. It would just kind of be a little bit weird, but I, I love the idea of it. The problem is I know the match play is not good for television, right? Like I get that. I get that when you get down to the final four, there is a lot of not golf happening on the course at a, at a given time, but then keep eight, right? Keep eight back and have four matches going on. Like there, if, if that's the only reason, which I don't think it's the only reason, but that cannot be one of the reasons we're not doing match play. You could also kind of like help that out by, you know, let's say it, it does end up at the tour championship. We'll operate under that assumption where, you have the guys who lost the first round in other matches for, you know, monetary payouts for, you know, yeah. oh, he finished 12th in the FedEx Cup, actually, because he won his last match or something. Yeah. And make the make them make the jumps big enough for, for the guys to care. The other thing is and and we're kind of already seeing it. You so so Houston wants to get into the to the full schedule. You're talking about the CJ Cup trying to make a push. We are now in a world where. There are the elevated events or the designated events and these other events. And the sponsors don't necessarily want to be one of the others, right? They don't they don't want to be one of the, the lower events, and they definitely don't want to be in the fall. We are going to get an unbelievable example this week of what WM has done at this event, right? This was a nothing event in the desert, an absolute nothing event in the desert where nobody came. They leaned into it, built this huge party atmosphere. Uh, the strength of field goes up and now they're an elevated event. I would, I'm, why wouldn't a sponsor like Honda, who is, I guess, going to end their sponsorship of the Honda Classic after this year, like some sponsors should be, should be trying to get something like a blue chip match play event, right? And have that be the event, have that be the one that people are talking about every year. Be different. 30 events on the PGA Tour schedule are exactly the same. Waste management is different. Match play is different. Sponsors should be loving that. Yeah, don't be afraid to reinvent the wheel here. Uh, and I think like a tournament like the 3M Open, I, I love that venue. And down the stretch with the amount of trouble that's in play, that could be a very fun match play situation. You know, 18 with the water on the right. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm in 100% agreeance with you where if we're going to, I think right now the glitz and glamour of designated events are at an all-time high. I mean, we're starting with the first full field event same week as the Super Bowl, same place as the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, an already great event that kind of had a feel like a Genesis and Memorial. Like it kept on getting stronger and stronger. It had a ton of momentum going. And then you add the 20,000 or 20 million uh, purse and everything else that goes along with it. But I think once we get past this and into the, like the long summer months where I don't know if like a Travelers is going to feel the same way or a Heritage week after major championships and these 
non-designated events, a Rocket Mortgage, a 3M Open, a John Deere Classic, like you said, don't be afraid to try something different. Uh, I think the Honda Classic did try that. They try to make that, what is that part of three, like the 17th or 16th in the in the bear trap. They try to have like yeah. a kind of party atmosphere onto it, but didn't really lean into it all the way where just be completely different. Um, and the match play situation would be great. Yeah, it's something that um, I I care probably more than I should that if the match play is going to be on the schedule moving forward or what it's going to look like. I said uh, my my hot take on Twitter was make it 128 players uh, and call it a major championship. Put $30 million up top if you're the PGA Tour, right? The PGA Tour dying to get themselves a major championship, right? As they, as they should be. Uh, and, the thing is... TPC Sawgrass would be an unbelievable match play course. It would be, it would be. But you're not gonna you're not gonna lose the players, obviously. <laughs> but uh, but you know what I mean? Like the what what makes a major a major? Everyone just like agrees to it, and everyone just agrees that it's a major championship and that it goes on the list. There was a time where the Masters wasn't a major, right? And and the PGA Tour controls zero major championships. Ha- going back to a match play major, which is what the PGA Championship was until like 1952, mm-hmm. would be a nod to that version of the game. Would give the tour a pathway to controlling a major championship plus the players. They'd have two of the five marquee events in the world or six marquee events in the world. It it, it makes too much sense. So I'm certain it's not going to happen. <laughs> I, it would definitely be. Do you think the inclusion of another major championship would water down the lights of a Masters or the Open? No. Okay. Especially not for, I mean, listen, there are, we do this 50 weeks a year. Mm-hmm. Four of them being major championships is amazing. And there's a huge gap from what July to April without one. And it feels yeah. horrible when we don't have one. Let's get, let's fill a gap and add a fifth major. Doing it five out of 50 instead of four out of 50, everyone would love it. Or like do something. I mean, the Ryder Cup President's Cup's always in September. You could do something, you know, a few weeks ahead of that. Or, you know, I feel like guys would lean into that to get some match play reps underneath their belts. I don't know if that would saturate the Ryder Cup President's Cup product, but that they got interesting. They well. got to let me set the schedule. I'll, I'll set okay. the schedule. I'll fix this whole thing. We'll have I'll it. shut up. We'll have it just we'll have it just uh, we'll have it sorted out in, in no time. You mentioned it, you know, this week. It's what a hell of a kickoff for these designated events, Patrick. Uh, not only is it 22 of the top 25 in the world, and I think as Kyle has been beating off live bots on Twitter, I think it's 23 of the 24 eligible golfers uh, to play this event are in the field. It's the mecca of sports in Phoenix this weekend. It, it really is starting with a bang. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing Kyle on Twitter, and I watched the show on Sunday <laughs> And oh man, he's paddling. He's paddling. He's paddling upstream right now. Yeah, he's got his chest puffed out after the Cam Smith miscut (laughs) in the Saudi International. He's feeling good. I'd watch your watch your back in Phoenix, or Kyle's going to be on one takes after takes. Uh, But yeah, the PGA Tour couldn't have picked a better first field uh, designated event. I know the Tournament of Champions was technically one, but I feel like some people, you know, Hawaii time late night golf. This is going to be unbelievable theater leading up to the Super Bowl. This is a golf course where one, obviously like the par 316th is going to be crazy. I know uh, this year, all the drinks are going to have to be poured into cups. Um, so if there's a hole in one, no, uh, no metal or thanks, aluminum. Thanks, Sam Ryder. Yeah. Just had to ruin everything for us. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think Carlos Ortiz made one too, but it was like he the did. second one. And yeah, it's if like, you make no one cares. Yeah. Yeah. If you make brutal. the second one, no one cares. Um, the okay, so they got a point. So instead of throwing, which makes sense because they've got a uh, the dents on the green from aluminum bottles coming flying down is probably not great. So you got to pour it into a cup, which is gonna that's gonna impact the um the projectile nature. I could be able to throw that as far, which I guess is the point, mm-hmm. and then a lot easier to clean up and does less damage. Yeah, I mean, you could crush a beer can. Obviously, that would that would help with the dynamics of it, I believe. I'm not a physics major, but I think that would help. But yeah, if you want to really launch one out there, it's going to have to be filled. And at that point, you're throwing away 
what are they like 20 bucks for a tall boy or something like that? Probably. Yeah, at least. Um, okay. Well it, it's, it's going to be raucous. I'm excited to get there. We're setting up a, a stage or I'm, I'm not setting it up. I'm just walking on it, but apparently it is, uh, by the driving range and I want to be, I would love to be in 16 when, I, but I want to hear how, how far could I be away from 16 to hear the roar when an when an ace happens because it's certainly going to happen feels inevitable right i want to hear that place shake do you know the layout of the property already have you looked it up i i have a map okay um i'm totally unaware of it but i feel like you could be somewhere on the front nine and still hear it pretty easily yeah they sent us a map of where the uh where the stage is going to be okay here we go so the stage that they're building from what i understand is on the far left of the driving range and that is right by it looks like 15 uh like basically right behind the stadium the 16th green and where the driving range meet kind of you guys are gonna need to like send out a tweet or the bat signal and, you know, kind of cultivate a college game day feel. Yes. Bring your signs. Yeah. Right? Roast Kyle. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, um, hey, Kyle, Memphis hates you. Or like, you know, we'll have to think of something. Yeah. I, I think you guys need to, you know, build momentum throughout the week because it's what you two and Musso as Joe well. Musso. Yeah. Yeah. I think we might have some people like other guests and like there's going to be a lot of other CBS people and they might be. But that's like the main. Yeah. Musso, Kyle and I. Yeah. Like, first off, I don't know Musso personally, but strong head of hair, strong head of hair. I love. OK. Uh, I love Joe Musso. I've never met him in person. I am very excited to meet Joe Musso. Joe Musso. Yeah. And look, I, I went out to New York to the big wigs and try to get myself invited to the Phoenix Open. Uh, and they, they like David Stern to Chris Paul to the Lakers. They were like, we can't have the four of you guys together. It would have right. been like KD, Draymond, Clay, and Steph. They're like, right. we can't be doing that. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to watch you guys out there from the, afar. The, the super team. Um, Rory McIlroy, I've heard of him, has been playing golf, has not been playing it on the PGA Tour. This will be his first start in 2023. He enters as uh, generally co-favorite with John Rahm. Those two have kind of separated themselves, at least in the immediate, you know, last couple of weeks or months as the two best players in the world. Easily. And you got to feel kind of bad for Scottish Scheffler. It's not like he's playing bad at all. Uh, he's playing, playing great. <laughs> but, but I mean... The the guy hasn't won since the Masters. Like how embarrassing for the oh. world number two. Couldn't it be me. Uh, but but back to Rory, like you said, obviously won in Dubai. His last eight starts, I don't think he has a finish worse than T eight after that. After missing the cut, uh, St. Jude Championship. Since then, eight starts, eight top tens, three wins, including the Tour Championship, which he had to come from behind to win. Uh, and this is only his second start in Phoenix of his career. Played in right. two thousand twenty one. Uh, T13. So it'll be fun to watch Rory finally back on the PGA Tour. I think Kyle said it when we talked about the Tournament of Champions, how it was a little bit disappointing that kind of the leader, the rah-rah guy, the guy who co-created these designated events wasn't even at the first one. Uh, So hopefully this will just be the start of a lot of Rory McIlroy on our TVs. You mentioned it, Scotty Scheffler. This is he is going to defend seemingly four times this year. This is the first of four title defenses for him. He's never defended a title and will do it four times in the next two months. Pretty incredible. He was winless on the PGA Tour this time last year. This time last year, everyone was talking about can Scotty Scheffler get it done? I, I don't right. know. Will he ever get across the finish line? Uh, and yeah. Spoiler alert. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you're watching this back, <laughs> we both said Scotty Scheffler would get across the finish line. Uh, and yeah, four times, not six starts, API. Okay. Um, and it, it was really that both here and API, it was that Saturday round 
that yeah. he kind of propelled himself into contention. I think he shot nine under Saturday here. I'm pretty sure he made the cut on the number right here or okay. or or one inside the cut line or something like that. And then, yes, yeah, Saturday moving day goes nuts and then obviously closes it out on Sunday. Yeah, and that playoff between him and Cantley was excruciating because both had like really good looks, I think once or twice. And then Scotty ended up making, I think, a 30 footer to win. Anything involving Patrick Cantlay is excruciating considering how long it takes him to hit a golf ball. But that that's where I thought you were going with that. But yes, also there were many opportunities to end that playoff. If it wasn't exciting enough in the world of golf, the Netflix doc is getting dropped on Wednesday, the 15th. And as you noted, uh, I didn't even know this. The episode titles are out. Correct. Yeah. Episodes, what, what each one is about. Cause some, uh, some members of the media were allowed an early view of it. Have you seen it? I have not. No, uh, I'm not cozy with, uh, I guess Chad mom. Is that his name? Yeah. Chad mom. Um, I know the first episode. So each episode kind of centers around a different guy, I believe. Right. Yeah. So you want me to run through them? I have them yes. written down. Yes. Okay. So n- number one is JT and Spieth kind of being best friends, but competing against each other. And that's the PGA championship and the heritage. Okay. Uh, two is Kepka kind of struggling to find form. Yep. Uh, coincided with Scheffler sort of becoming the new Kepka, so to speak. And it's Interesting. At, they follow him at Augusta, I believe. Uh, <laughs> that's a good place. Yeah. Yeah. Three is all Ian Poulter. Which I mean, this guy, dude, the freaking <laughs> you tweeted it out, and I hadn't seen the 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 um the trailer yet when I saw your tweet, uh, and it's just him doing the like you said, like the Jim Halpert look into the camera and smirk when he is asked if he is going to live is like I I just was dying laughing when I saw that. I am. Like concerned for myself that I might become an Ian Poulter <laughs> after after watching this, because uh, yeah, like you said, I I almost spit out my coffee when I saw oh, that scene in the in the full trailer. So, uh, so he gets his own episode. It's kind of him struggling to find form, debating live. Yeah, uh, no spoilers there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the fourth one's Joel Damon, U.S. Open qualifying and then contending at the U.S. Open. Okay. Uh, fifth is DJ and live. And Fitzpatrick in the U.S. Open. Uh, next is Finau and Morikawa. Then it's Mito at the PGA and Thigala at Phoenix Open. Okay. Uh, kind of just like the struggles of being a rookie. And then last one's just all Rory. All Rory. Okay. So a couple of items. Um, very excited. Cannot wait. There is a premiere. I got invited to the premiere in Scottsdale on Saturday night. So they're going to show us the first episode a couple days early. So I'll be there for that. They told us there's a red carpet. Do I have to walk the red carpet and like, how do I stay? What do I do with my hands in that situation? You got to pose for pictures. Absolutely. What, uh, you got to bring a suit probably. Are you going to upscale casual? The hell does that mean? Oh man. I mean, golf media is going to really struggle with that. Yeah, I know one like, thing about golf media. It's they don't really know how to dress. I, I'm I, like this to me. I only have one thing. It's what I'm wearing right now. This is my casual, my upscale casual, my fancy, my ca- my relaxed. I only have one. I have one outfit. I, I think you could get away with um, like jeans and a blazer, something like okay. that or a sports right. jacket. Some cool, but keep it I, light. It's hot out there. Yeah, I, I think I'm actually gonna have to run straight from the set over there. So probably whatever I'm wearing at that point yes uh so looking looking forward looking forward to that also i'll just say this because i don't know what the outcome is uh so people can listen next week there was speculation that there were some first cut lines in the show but i don't know if that actually made it or not some lines from this podcast yeah wow but i don't know if that's actually actually going to end up in the show all right um i'm gonna say yeah no spoilers rick no spoilers but maybe that'd be cool your voice kyle's voice certainly not mine greg probably mark he has a cool accent they should just let mark do everything yeah i would let mark read me bedtime stories (laughs) (laughs) 
Somebody tweeted out once, I could listen to Mark read from the dictionary or something like that. And I was like, yeah, it's probably, it's probably true. I would too. So we'll see. I'm very excited. Everybody's very excited. Comes out Wednesday. Do they drop this at like, is this like a, the 15th at midnight type? Like, am I going to have to stay up for Like, I'm obviously going to have to stay up and binge this. Like what, what's my deal? That's that's the thing about this where I'm almost nervous if I don't watch it in one sitting that yeah. I'm just going to get left behind by the Internet and everyone's going to have all these funny memes and I'm not going to get them. And right. that's what keeps me up at night, not necessarily watching this, but being behind and not having all the information everyone else does. But I think you got to ask that question at the premiere. Mm, I mean, you're crap. you're you're our inside man, Denzel Washington. Nice. Yes. All right. No problem. I can do that. All right. Let's do our best bets in one and done. But first, we are going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there, and I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now, here's what you can do for for our listeners. Uh, First-time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code first at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. And we're back. Bets, Patrick. And You saved us last week from getting absolutely smashed with a just wiped board. You won your matchup last week. So let's start with your matchup for this week, please. Yeah, last week was the too too big to fail uh, scenario. And I got got served an absolute junk bond. Label (laughs) AAA, 2008 all over again. Uh, and look, before we get into bets and one and done, I had a mental dilemma of, oh, do I text Troy or you guys a new one and done, a new pick? Because I heard of the Matt Fitzpatrick news. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to lose this battle, but I'm going to win the war. I'm not going to do anything shady like that. So I think I got some good karma coming my way this week okay. and beyond. Okay. Uh, but that's a long, long way of saying I'm going Tony Finau plus 100 over Colin Morikawa. Kind of the same situation of last week where I had power over Hoagie. Both these guys could easily win this tournament. Right. Morikawa's playing great. Don't Love get me him. wrong. Finau's playing great as well. Uh, he's comfy in the desert. He'll play out here with Rama Bunch. Uh, and, I mean, neither of these guys has finished outside the top 15 since, like, Mayakoba. Uh, so, I think Morikawa's... Putting numbers are a bit skewed. They're either really high or really low. Like he'll gain two and then lose two. 
back to back. And that that's a bit concerning, I think. I know Finau hasn't putted these greens well in the past, uh, but plus money for two guys who could win. I'll, I'll, I'll go with Finau. Finau's record here is bizarre. I think it's got, I think he has six starts, four of them are missed cuts, and then a T22, and then he lost in a playoff to Webb Simpson. Yeah, that random runner up where he, it was during that phase of his where he'd come so close and he probably should have won that turn. He was two up with two to play. Yeah. And Webb catch it. He hits it in the bunker on 17, I think, right? Which is kind of hard to do. That little, mm-hmm. that little bunker kind of down there. And then Webb, Webb, I think it was birdie, birdie to get into the playoff and then beats him in the playoff. Yeah, I do remember that Webb was wearing a yellow shirt that day. With well, black that's his that's his Sunday. His Sunday red is Sunday yellow. <laughs> I, I didn't know that, but uh, yeah, I remember not that as intimidating <laughs> on this county second hole. Yeah, he's uh, that was peak Webb. That was like when Webb was like winning twice a year. Like that was like that was peak Webb right there. That that so way. that was three years ago, correct? I think it was the 2020 version, wasn't it? Yeah, and he got to world number seven, I believe, with the win. Which is yeah. wild. Yeah. Which is um, crazy. Maybe it was 2021. No, I don't remember. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. I'm going Hatton over Lowry. Lowry won, what, BMW PGA Championship a couple weeks ago. Has not been good since. Hatton has been very consistent, is what I'll say. He he lacks the upside of a lot of these other guys, but he has basically gained strokes to the field at a clip of... Rom and Rory and Finau. He just lacks the upside of those guys. But in a matchup, uh, I guess that's really all I care about. So I will go Hatton over t- uh, Shane Lowry. Patrick will go Finau over Colin Morikawa. Finishing position. Any finishing position that we want here, Patrick. We've both opted for top 20s. I love yours. I saw yours in the outline and I was like, all right, well, that I, I could have done that. But where are you headed? It's a big JT week. Uh, JT Poston. That mm. is top 20 plus 360. Uh, T6 at the American Express. Top 25 here his last two years. Uh, he consistently gains off the tee. The irons are hot, and we know what he can do on the green. And my thing is, if you look at the Travelers Championship leaderboard from last summer, it is like the exact same leaderboard as the Phoenix. You had Scheffler in the mix. Xander obviously won. The Gala was right there. Patrick Cantlay was right there until the final round. And T2, JT Poston. Obviously comfortable here, uh, and I like the way he's playing right now. So top 20 plus 360. Yeah, he's been splendid. Never missed a cut here. Um, has I think you said a T11 as his, as his best finish. He's playing his best golf right now. Asking him to finish inside the top 20 is JT Poston. I'm going with Keegan Bradley. Keegan has played very well. Obviously played well at Torrey Pines. Um, he has gained at least six strokes putting twice in his last five starts, which is cra- or five measured starts, which is crazy because Keegan's not a great putter. But that doesn't even include his Zozo Championship win, Patrick, which is not going to be this. Obviously, like like that's a great field. This is going to be a, like a major championship field or like a whatever. But to beat to win the Zozo is no small task, and. I mean, he nearly won Torrey Pines as well. Yeah. Uh, he was in between clubs on the 72nd hole, kind of tried to muscle one up. And here's a question for you, Rick. Does Keegan Bradley play in Rome for the U.S. Ryder Cup team? No. No. Just too deep. It's just, uh, it's just too deep. Like, I think no. he does. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'd be very happy for him. With, with what he went through after the putting ban, and uh, the, the anchor ban, and uh, like he, I love his game. I just think the Americans are so deep. Yeah. I might uh, – Ryder Cup Twitter account's been like tweeting out old matches, and I watched mm. the one between him and Rory at uh, Medina. It was a good one. He'd be such a good teammate to have too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I think he's your twelfth guy. That's my my take for the Ryder Cup coming up. Fun fact: so the hotel that we were staying in in Torrey uh, overlooked the 18th fairway. So I watched Keegan hit his approach, and he didn't like it. And I waited to see how long before it came on TV. How long do you think it was? Five minutes. Yeah, it was like it was like two minutes and two seconds. Damn. From the time he hit it till the time it made it onto TV. Well, when when you track guys, do you go on uh, like Bet Three Six Five or Caesar Sportsbooks to track? First them? of all, first of all, there is no such thing as Bet Three Six Five. Sorry, excuse me. 
It's, no. it's early. Okay. <laughs> I actually think it's okay. But um, so, yeah, my understanding is bet 365 is the fastest. Yeah. Uh, but no, I generally, I, I, you know, I can wait the extra 15 seconds and get it from the PGA. Tour. The PGA Tour app has been surprisingly much faster recently since they made yeah. that. I can't. I'm, I'm a freak. Uh, but I will say on uh, Caesars, they have a fast tracker as well as the strokes gained right next Correct. to each other, which is yes. pretty cool. That's pretty a kind of new feature. Yeah, pretty handy. The outright wagers, two from each of us. You've, I think, gotten our only win of the year, which was Max Homa at Torrey Pines. So you have opted for kind of the second tier of golfers, 27 to 1 and 30 to 1. Who are they, please? Uh, my first one is Sung JM at 27 Ooh. to 1. Second out approach at Torrey Pines. Really good ball striking week, but he, he did lose off the tee, which does not happen for That's Sung rare. JM. Yeah. Uh, so I expect him to get kind of the driver back to cooperating. Uh, top 10 putter the last six months. The best par five player in this field. Uh, he's played well here in the past. Uh, and then another guy, his fellow countryman. Mm-hmm. This is, you, you know, it's early in the morning when I'm betting on him that something's wrong. And there's a screw loose in my brain, so to speak. Tom Kim, baby. It is Tom Kim week 30 to one. This is this is growth. Really? I'm proud of you. Honestly, that you've been able to see the error of your ways. You've gone from the full fade Tom Kim where he snaps off a couple of wins in your face. And now you've said, Tom, I'm sorry. I I apologize. I'm never going to do that again. You've got the chat in shambles. It's- I'm proud. It, it took, you know, I took a long look at the man in the mirror and I was like, do I like this person? And the answer was yes, but I'm going to bet on Tom Kim anyways this week. And look, just extremely accurate off the tee, top in approach over the last six months. And some people might be like, oh, he has no experience at TPC Scottsdale. It's his first event. You want to know who his caddy is? Ever heard of Joe Scovran, Ricky Fowler's old caddy, Scottsdale resident, winner here in 2019? Come on. He has all the experience in the world. Tom Kim's always the exception to the rule. Am I leading the fan club? No, I'm not. But I'll be I'll be a donor, so to speak. And this week I might be a donor. Uh, so 30 to 1, Tom Kim. You also know where else Tom Kim has no experience? Wyndham, uh, TPC, Summerlin, right? Like, who cares? The guy we talked to. We talked about Webb Simpson. He's just a cooler Webb Simpson, and he loves the theater. You think about the President's Cup uh, at the American Express. He was, you know, I can't hear you to fans as well. Uh, so he, he's going to thrive in this situation. I believe the lack of distance thing is is very overblown when it comes to Tom Kim. I'm I'm actually quite excited for his chances this week and many weeks moving forward. Yeah, I uh, admittingly, as you know, the leader of the Tom Kim hate club back in the back in the day i mean years ago uh i was concerned about that as well but kapaloo i know it doesn't really play 7600 yards probably more like 72 but that kind of opened my eyes two outrights for me colin morikawa kind of talked about it just he's back baby he's ball striking the hell out of it i'm trying to catch that plus two week with the putter instead of the minus two week and then the curious number of sam burns patrick 50 to one i just thought this was too long for a guy who has legit win upside uh we saw him at the american express he gained across the board I was hoping to see him at Torrey Pines. We didn't get him there, but he's contended at Torrey. He's contended at Riviera in the past. Like he can get himself around tough golf courses with big fields. I thought 50 to one was too big. Yeah, it's uh, Sam Burns has like found a way to really take advantage of those mid tier events. You think about the Valspar winning there a couple of times. So this would be a big step for him, but Best buds with Scotty Scheffler. We saw him do it last week. They hang out all the time. Uh, and the upside is obviously winning. Uh, so I do like that bet. Best bets. Uh, we were actually pretty good on these last week. Two out of three, we found winners. We have both opted for a nationality wager. Yours is top GB&I, Great Britain and Ireland, for those playing at home. Who is it, please? So I got a tweet yesterday saying it was from like Spieth fan or something. Um <laughs> I'm going to start betting against all your best bets. And I was like, fair. I have not hit one in 2023. I was the 
the one out of the three that didn't hit last week. Uh, so this is one, a potential mush on Rory McIlroy, plus 110 to be top GB and I. I'm kind of playing the field here. You know what I'm saying, Rick? Like, I want some Rory exposure plus money to beat, I don't know, 10 players. I think it's a pretty decent deal. And if I'm wrong and my mushing continues, we just knock the favorite, the world number one, out of the tournament. So I'm winning no matter Smart. what. Smart. Yeah, you're 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 no rookie at this, uh, despite being an amateur. The other guys in this category, Matt Fitzpatrick, Terrell Hatton, Shane Lowry, Seamus, Tommy Fleets, Aaron Rye, and then we rounded out with Martin Laird, Russell Knox, Callum Terran, Matt Wallace, Roy McElroy, plus one ten to be top GB. And I, I went with uh top South African, not to Mark Immelman. Garrick Higo, plus two ten. There's only four of them. Christian Bazatnote, Eric Van Royen, Dylan Fratelli, Garrick Higo. Higo's playing way better than he was. He has split with Claude Harmon, which he is very excited about. He's vibing right now. I I kind of love this. I did not know that he split with Harmon. Yeah, he, he's got the the breakup bump, I guess, so to speak, going right now. Yeah, exactly. He's got that's right. You you, you break up, you go to the gym, you start eating right, you get yourself back in the game. That's where he goes mm-hmm. at right now. That's dangerous. Yeah. Okay. I like that. One final thing to do. It's our one and done selections. And there is, as you can imagine, more controversy, the most controversial year of one and done ever. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're back. Patrick, for those for those who are only listening i'm shaking my head s m h that's what i'm doing right now another week another one and done controversy and we need to talk this one through uh in real time it is 8 35 a.m eastern time on tuesday morning in real time and Every single person but one has gotten their one and done selection in. That one that has not is Sia Najad. Now, for those following along, I, this is a slap in your face. You you stand for him. You stood up for him. You put your neck on the line at Tory Pines and said he deserves to have his pick in despite not getting it in before the show started. He had excuses. He had everything under the sun. And you stuck you stuck up for him. You stood up for him. Yeah. He 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 tweeted a a short clip of me online to the masses, to the millions out there on Twitter. Uh and he cut it off at a pretty uh suspicious time. I'll, that's all I'll say. And I I did stand with Sia at Tory Pines, but this is like when the teacher gives you an extension on an, on the assignment, and then you're just like, oh, I actually don't have it again. Uh, and I'm no teacher's pet. I'm, I'm not that guy who will tell the teacher, uh, don't we have an assignment to turn in today? But this instance, I will be. And it's just, like you said, a slap in the face, not only to me, which it is. And yeah, I'm kind of speechless at the moment. Uh but to everyone else, you know, us who get it in on time consistently, the fans. I mean, I saw Justice for Sia trending on Twitter the other day. Yeah, those I don't, people I don't really know if that's have ever to happen again. reassess reassess who they're going to battle with. 
you know, exactly. justice for Sia. The other thing is, and I feel I do feel bad. The reason we're doing this show early is because of me. I want I'm gonna get on the road and go to Phoenix. This is it is my fault. However, we told he promised us yesterday on the Monday show he'd get his pick in. We even I I I put this in a group chat. Uh at 4.57 a.m., 7.57 a.m. on the East Coast, trying to get his pick while we're on air. I do not have it. So I, 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 I'm trying to get this pick in. And, and look, this is the podcast episode of growth. And if C is not complying, if he's not even attempting to grow as a human, as a man, and I understand 7.57 is really early on the East Coast, I'm, he's a good-looking guy. He obviously needs his beauty sleep. That's fine. But you told him, what, like 12 hours ago, essentially, oh, pretty much? More than that, yes. Yeah, that that you needed. So it's fresh on his mind. I don't understand why he didn't get off the Monday show and immediately just fill out the link or do it right there. It's or, like you you are that like the student counselor or in high school who has to like follow the like stud athlete around and be like, Hey, buddy, we need you to turn in this English paper so you can play in the basketball game tonight. And he's just like, nah, I'm good. That's what's going on right now. Yeah. Even if we were just on the Monday show, he just told us just say just say a name out loud. We would have given (laughs) we would have given you that name. Right. Like, uh, you know, I'm even kind of vamping here in case he texts back in the next 30 seconds. It's just not happening. So, uh, well, I guess I guess he's. Is he catching a zero? Are we going to give him until like, I understand it's only Tuesday morning and it doesn't start till Thursday. Like, is he catching a zero here? I, I think it's tough. I think it's got to be a zero. And it, it is. We did say there's no wiggle, wiggle room after Pebble Beach. And this it's is a, tw- 20 millions up for grabs. It's, this a, no, it's an elevated event. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel horrible. I don't I'm we've given him a chance. It's it is the typical stud athlete in high school situation where it's just like we need something to grade and he doesn't turn in anything. Well, I'll um <laughs> I, I'll I'll tell you what, man. That those go back if you tweeted hashtag justice for Sia, you should go delete that and remove the evidence because this is a really, a really tough scene. Uh the rest of us were able to get picks in on time, and I have those picks available. From bottom up, uh, I don't have a graphic. Sorry, Troy will have to add it in later. Uh, Kyle M, 257,000, has opted for John Rahm. That is a lone wolf situation, Patrick. How about that? Kyle M has just gotten the favorite by himself at an elevated event. Yeah, Kyle needs a little bit of a slump buster. He hasn't been doing great uh, so far this season. And John Rahm, like I said, I mean, the Pete Davidson of the PGA Tour, potentially no better slump buster in the business. Uh, So John Rahm in his backyard, a place where I think he has like, what, six, five or six top 15 finishes here. Hasn't the hottest player in the world. I I like the pick for uh, Kyle M. I think he gets back on track this week. Kyle M, John Rahm, the fans, 496,000 have opted to go with dun, 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 Scotty Scheffler. Congratulations, fans. You are on Scotty Scheffler. I will tell you, uh, you are not alone in that. Get to that, get to that in just a second. A couple other Scotty Schefflers lurking out there. Garcia, who uh, 668,000 and has not entered a pick, and I feel horrible, but at the same time, I do not. Um has 668,000. Greg, who got a big move. Actually, hold on. I got to update these. Patrick, you're next. Two million. You have gone lone wolf. Sung JM. So I wasn't really sure when I'd use Sung J throughout the course of the season. Maybe the Haunted Classic might have been a better one, but I figured he'd be very popular there. Uh, so he's playing well. He's striking the ball well, putting, just doing everything well, obviously. Uh, so I was willing to take a chance on him and to T T Leon in the chat, it's 3.6 millions, uh, to the top dog this week, which is wild. Yeah. Um, I'm only 19,000 ahead of you to 2,023,000. I have also gone with Scotty Scheffler. So fans, 
Let's go, baby. It's it's Scotty time. You need to use a big dog here. Uh, Scotty's been phenomenal from T to Greed. Obviously, he's defending this week. I'll save Rory. I'll save Rom. But I think you got to kind of use one of the big boys. I'm ready to use a big boy, Scotty Scheffler, for me. Greg, who got the most like MVP pick of the year, the full 1.6 from Jay Rose last week to get to 2.2 million. He's now in third. That's that's going to probably be one of the best picks of the year. That's ridiculous. When I saw that, I, th- I thought it was like a typo or something. I was hat tip, I, I, hat tip to Greg. Very, very impressive. Very, very impressive. So he has opted to go with Colin Morikawa, um, which also so has Kyle. Kyle's at three million. He has gone with Colin, and then Mark at three point one joins myself and the fans with Scotty Scheffler. So just to recap here, Rick, Mark, and the fans have gone with Scotty Scheffler. KP. Greg have gone with Colin Morikawa, two lone wolves. That's Kyle M and uh, with John Rom and Patrick with Sung J M and a blank spot next to Sia Najad's name, in which we will have to deal with at some point. So technically, three lone wolves with Sia. Uh, <laughs> it's a bold strategy not to pick anyone this it week. Uh, Three point six big ones on the line, but uh, you know he's a lawyer. And he'll, he'll tell you that. So maybe he does something <laughs> we don't. It's not something I would do personally, but it is a strategy. Yes. Yeah, definitely a strategy. We'll leave it at that. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm sure this will not. Speaking of, uh, I'm, I'm going to be served papers on my round. I'll, I'll be hearing from Sia, I'm sure, when he gets all situated and realizes he hasn't he hasn't put a pick in. So I'm sure this is not the end of the litigation that will be that will be happening over this non-selection. But anything else before we get out of here, Patrick? Yeah, we'll be Sia versus the First Cut podcast. Uh, yeah. Now I, I'm I'm just pumped to see you guys out there, you Kyle Musso. Uh, you know, don't be afraid to wander off downtown Scottsdale, Maya Day Club, uh, Bottle Blonde. Get involved uh, if if you guys have enough time during the night. Because wow. I mean, you could run into maybe. I mean, these Super Bowl teams better have curfews going in because Scottsdale at night is dangerous tell you what if i see patrick mahomes out at the club uh him and i are gonna be we're gonna have trouble getting up the next morning we're gonna have a lot we're gonna have a lot of fun make sure that the eagles get uh win a super bowl yeah so rick are you are you betting on uh the eggles yeah i mean just out of just like pure fandom right actually i guess i should really i should just be betting the chiefs and just life hedge this right Mm -hmm. if the if the eagles win phenomenal if the Chiefs win, at least I get a little cash in my pocket. I could probably middle it, right? I could get a Chiefs plus two and a half or something like that. Eagles win by one, and I middle this both life and cash. I mean, if, if that happens, buy a lottery ticket as well. They don't call me Rick Run Bad if that happens. <laughs> that no, but I just bet the Eagles. Okay, I'm not. I'm not cool enough to pull the pull the middle. Uh, okay. Much appreciated. Thank you for the early morning uh, record. We will be, there'll be plenty of content. Just keep your eyes peeled for all that fun stuff. Big thanks to Patrick McDonald. You can find him on Twitter at Amateur Status. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing.